570. In L.A. sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Peterson. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Rodney Peterson. Available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. And we continue on. Fred Rogan and Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports. Remember, if you missed any of the show, feel free to podcast the show. Just download the free iHeartRadio app. Kevin will post the show the minute we get off the air every day. During the noon hour, Rob Wygod, CIF Southern Section Commissioner, was on the program. Talked about the uh, very intriguing Bishop Sycamore story. Oh, unbelievable, Fred, how that even happens. Yeah. One o'clock, Dave Vassay was on. Good stuff today with Dave. Don't you have Google? Anybody have Google nowadays? Oh, I, you know, I think it exists. It does, right? Apparently, they're checking if it still exists. It was still working. And I'm looking right here. Leading yeah. up to that that matchup, yeah. Google was still working. Yeah, I think it was. I don't think uh, there was an outage of any kind. Mm. Yeah, they missed that one. Uh, Dave Vassay on during the one. I thought you and David had a great uh, conversation about Corey Seager. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I, and I, I understand where he's coming from. I just, from a player standpoint, it's it's almost like, yes, I'm still young enough and I want to play here, but man, I'm not, is it, is it at the expense? And that's what we don't know right now is, will I be leaving a hundred million dollars on the table if I do a friendly deal right now? Yeah. If the Dodgers right. lost him, would that affect you as a teammate in the locker room? Uh... Yeah, it it might. It might. Knowing the kind of guy he is, knowing the kind of, you know, rapport he has with everybody else. Because I don't care how you look at it, perception would be that you chose Trey Turner over Corey Seager. Well, that wouldn't be perception. Yeah, that's the reality. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you go and you play because Trey Turner's a good guy. He's not an arrogant guy or a cocky guy, and he's a great player. So you're you're not going to lose much you know, from on the field standpoint, but just rapport, a guy that grew up in the system, you know, drafted rookie of the year, the whole thing, it, world series MVP. Um, yeah. As a, as a teammate, you're like, man, how did they let, I let our guy go. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great conversation you had with Dave and that'll be under the one o'clock hour of the podcast. But now let's come together. Let's put, put aside our differences. Let's act as one in unison. And no buttons. My mistake. Why did I say it? And to supply what we desperately need. We're going to welcome on Victor Britt with a daily haiku at two. I have not received any notification, Rodney, from the haikutimes.com. No? Which I subscribed to yesterday. Isn't that the two people on the lake? Yes. Coot Lake. Coot Lake. They were out at the coot. They were the whole... That's the whole Haiku Times, that crew right there. That was it. Those two. Yes, but I did subscribe, and if I get anything, I'll let you know. Now we welcome on Vic. Vic, good afternoon. No, good afternoon, Fred. Milked it a little bit today, Vic. <laughs> he was anxious. Vicky almost did it. He almost did it. Milked it a little bit. You were chomping at the bit, Fred. Yeah, well, I had some concerns. 
Good afternoon, Rodney Pete. Uh, VTB. Yeah. No, you Thank you. <laughs> oh, Fred. Why, Rodney? I don't My know. mistake. He's executive producer. He is relentless. He is multi-skilled. He's Kevin Fetus. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. This diversity in his background is helping him a lot tonight. Every audio nuance Everyone. you hear on the show and throughout our broadcast day Please put your hands together. He's the master of audio, time, and space. It's Ronnie Fascio. Oh, come on now! I think he should be ashamed of himself. Listen, before we get to the haiku. Yes. Can we show some love for the club, your Los Angeles Dodgers? Yes. We win tonight with Scherzer. Hated ones lose to Milwaukee again. We're in first place. Yes. It's been a battle. The hunt for the hated ones seems to be, ex it's excruciating because they've played such good ball. But we are relentless and we are on the threshold of first place. And again, I think the, equ the winning equation is very simple. Mookie, Seeger. Seeger, Mookie. Those two guys do their thing with a great shot of winning. What happened to the Kenley part? Grind, 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 and Kenley makes us nuts. Right. That is the formula for winning. Yes. But Kenley's been fantastic. You know, he's he's not making us as as muy loco as a couple weeks ago. I, I have to, I'm with Dave Roberts, total confidence. When the ultimate closer at a takes the ball. Yeah, Scherzer, man. Max Scherzer. Like you say, it's a great feeling when Max takes the ball. Yes. Well, you can, you can almost, you, you can't relax, but you can appreciate the art. That is Max Scherzer, because he's an artist. Fair point. Don't forget, Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck. He's in for Tim Case. He's David Vassay, who had many salient points in his sit-down with you guys. And, of course, first pitch, Max Scherzer, seven-ish. Right here, AM 570 LA Sports. Come on now. Come on, Vic. Anybody watching the U.S. Open from Flushing? No. <laughs> I'm not. It used to be a big tournament. Now it's like, who really, who cares? I'm watching for Osaka. She moved on to the third round. Her opponent... Uh, had an injury uh, out. Injury audios. So uh, Naomi has moved into the third round. Just to give you guys an update. Well, no, that's good, Vic. You, that's your assignment. You keep us posted. 
You also you know don't have will, a lot you know, of... Sorry, Vic, I was just saying, you don't have a lot of no. heavy hitters in this tournament, so that doesn't help. So true. On the men's side, especially. Obviously, you don't have the Williams sisters on the women's side, so that's... Takes a, takes a yes. bit of the, 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 the buzz out of it, you know? Oh, no doubt. I mean, it used to be one of the premier events yeah. in American sports, and now it's basically another pretty big tennis tournament. Which is a shame because it used to be an event. It might get back there. I mean, you it know, still would York be. If, if you don't have Novak, you don't have, you know, Nadal. Nadal, sure. You don't have Federer, who may never play again. That, that's that's a huge impact. The young bloods are coming up in tennis. I guess the problem, Vic, is do we know who these young bloods are? Do you know a male tennis player that's participating in this tournament right now outside of Sitsipas who we talked about yesterday for bad reasons? Got to go Jack to the bathroom, Sock. Kevin. Yeah, sure he did, yes. And then took five hours to get his ankle taped. Sure. Yeah. Took all his equipment, too. Yep. I'm rooting for the American Jack Sock. Sock Why? Tool. I like his name. Yeah. Sock. Exactly. I don't think they any of us would know. Tool. We wouldn't know Jack Sock if he fell in our laps right now. I wouldn't know Jack Sock if he came in naked to the Zendo with a tennis racket around his head. Well, that's, yeah, uh, I'm rooting for that's, that's a visual. Hopefully, wow. we would never have to <laughs> encounter. Probably call the police at that oh, point. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, okay. Jack Sock walks in with a naked with a tennis racket around his head. That's not something we're all looking forward to seeing, Vic. Well, I'm rooting for Jack. But you're right, Kevin. Very thinned out uh, talent pool at the U.S. Open. It's like golf. The Tiger's not competing. Who's watching? Exactly. I'm thinking, you know, maybe, uh, I don't know. Yeah, no. You can't even think of it. A anybody, select Vic. few people might want to hate watch Bryson. That's about it. DeChambeau? Yes. Yeah. I, I go watch Brooks Kepka. Brooks is good. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, Bryson, course, Bryson he, McGillicuddy. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a yeah, it's going to take, take a while to get to the, the new guys have to make impact, that's all. Well, speaking of impact. Yeah. Because of Max Scherzer, I have recruited the great Basho for the haiku today. Very this nice. This haiku almost, almost seems like Basho wrote it for Max Scherzer. Oh, he did? It seems that way, in retrospect. Wait, who did we have yesterday? Haiku. I can't wait. Hold on. What, who did we have yesterday? From the Haiku Times? Yeah, he wrote for the Haiku Times. It was the editor, the National Haiku Society. I forget his name. Out of Chicago. It came right. from Chicago. Yeah, yesterday, there wasn't, you know, pretty cut and dried. Pretty cut and dried. Basho makes you think a little bit, Vic. No doubt. And this Haiku for you on this Wednesday, September the 1st. The sun shines in the sky. Afar, across the moor, there flits a single butterfly. I'm feeling you. Basho for Max Scherzer. 
What does flits mean? Flit. Like lightly moves. Flit, Fred. Flit. Flit. It's a slight movement. So a butterfly was barely moving. Butterfly was doing its thing. Well, yeah, but I mean, a butterfly would not just flit. The butterfly would not be in the air flitting. The butterfly would have to be moving, or the butterfly just couldn't stay up there. Well, if you track the movement of a butterfly, Fred, it's it's pretty erratic. Yeah, but when I see butterflies, they're not moving slowly. Would you think more of a flutter than a flit? I would say flutter. Yeah. Flutter. Flutter's good. Flutter is good. Yeah, but that's not what Basho said. He said flit. And what he does said, that mean? That he means said the butterfly. He didn't say the butterfly was flying and flit. Ah. Uh, no. That was a good haiku, Rodney. Yes. And what it tells me is that Basho, and we've had this with him before, Vic, apologies to one of the great masters, uh, he was liquored up. You've told huh? us in the past that Basho drank all the time. And this, he thought he saw a butterfly not moving. The truth of the matter is... the he butter saw a flit, Brett. Yeah, but I understand, Rodney, but you can't flit if you're a butterfly. Why not? Because that if would you're mean... standing on a flower, if you're a butterfly standing on a flower not moving, because there might be a predator around, you flit. What would be Instead the predator? flying away, he doesn't fly away and flutter, he just flit. What would be the predator of the butterfly? Everything. Everything, Fred. So the butterfly the must... Praying mantis could uh, be a frog. Yeah, but the frog can't go up in the sky and get the butterfly. Who said the butterfly was not flying? It was landed. Okay, and that's the problem, Vic. This is a very bad haiku. You have huh? a butterfly Why? who's seemingly disabled and can't the fly. The butterfly doesn't always fly, Fred. The butterfly is constantly in the air. Is that what you're saying? If he doesn't it, take time for rest? If, if it would be called anything but a butterfly. Well, so they're always flying. Even yes. Eating and flying, doing everything flying. <laughs> that's right. When they're up they in the air. They never come down. They have service. They have service up in the air, and they serve food. Well, just for clarification, I, I checked in with our friend Webster to see exactly what flit means. How's Bill doing? He's doing okay. <laughs> we have a guy that we check on these things. His name is Bill Webster. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, so, so Bill got back to me and said, a flit, to move about rapidly and nimbly, another definition, to move quickly from one condition or location Ooh. to another, a fluttering or darting movement. Oh. Or... To fly or move swiftly, lightly, or irregularly from one place or thing to another. Oh. So the bottom line here, Vic, so is... he is moving. Yeah, yes. he is and moving. And he's flying, possibly, yes. Which, flying, too. Well, right, which makes sense compared to the way it was set up and described as it wasn't moving. Who who set that up, Fred? You said you. it was never moving. You. You said... No, it was flitting. Yeah, but, it was you, flitting, but you said Fred. the flit was not great movement, Vic. I never said that. You never said that. I said, the sun shines in the sky. Oh, my God. Afar, across the moor, Fred, there flits a single butterfly. So Feeling you. He flits and no mention that it was not moving. Exactly. Moving from one place to another. It was definitely moving, Fred. Okay, well, that's, that's what he saw. Yeah, but that's not how you explained it afterwards. Now well, I understand. In, in your mind, Fred, you yes. saw the butterfly stagnant. Talk, talk to him, Vic. You saw a mind. stagnant butterfly, Fred. Stagnant. You, why you saw stagnant? Because your mind is stagnant. You got to grow it, Fred. Grow it, Fred. Let it flow like water. Don't. Are you not listening? To what? The haiku? Yes. That we've been doing for two years. 
Are you not letting it flow? I'm letting it flow, but you were the one that said it wasn't moving. No Somebody one said it wasn't said moving. It was not moving. No, I no. said what is flit, and Vic said not moving. I never no, said he did that, not. Fred. Yeah, Kevin, did it, Vic say that? No. It's a sense of movement, Fred. Flitting. He said. He said. Vic said he wasn't necessarily flying. He said he said it was a slight movement. Flying. It was movement. But it was moving. All right, but fine. Flitting is flying. Well, flitting can be flying, but doesn't necessarily have to be flying. It doesn't have to be flying, Fred. It's a form. Open that mind, Fred. Open it. Let it grow. Don't close it to one aspect of the flit. The flit (laughs) could be many things. Exactly, Rodney. I'm gonna write that down in ink. Okay, well, we flit along. <laughs> and uh, we'll get you caught up on everything next with it slip. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you missed any of Rogan and Rodney, you can podcast it on the iHeartRadio app. Rogan and Rodney. AM 570 LA Sports. And home, Rodney Pete. Fred Rogan. Keep it moving, Fred. Oh, we're going to keep, keep it moving. moving. We're, we're doing it, Rodney. you got to keep your mind moving, Fred. On oh, my mind. Yeah, you're stuck, in, uh, stuck on the flit. Yeah. yeah bothered I, you a little bit. I flitted up a little bit there. My bad. You know what that is? My mistake. Yeah, but now, now, now I got it. I understand what the flit actually is. Uh, okay, there's been a lot happening today, and Kevin's got it all, so let's get you caught up. It's lit. Stories lighting up the sports headlines. And don't miss UCLA football at the Rose Bowl when the Bruins host LSU this Saturday. And hang with Coors Light at the Coors Light Chill Zone for a chance to win $500 located at the Northside Stadium. Kevin? All right. Well, we know cut down day in the NFL was yesterday. And Urban Meyer, new head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, spoke this morning. And uh, his comments got him in a little bit of trouble. Uh, talking about the cuts, he said... Uh, part of the considerations were production uh, and also was a guy vaccinated or not. He says, can I say that that was a decision maker? It certainly was a consideration. Players Association was not pleased with that, that you would openly say Brandon Bean, the GM of the uh, Buffalo Bills, got in trouble for alluding to that in the offseason, that they might base their decisions on whether or not a player is or is not vaccinated. The Jacksonville Jaguars today did release a statement saying that no one that was released was due to their vaccination status at this point in time. But of course, you can't put the uh, toothpaste back in the tube, as it were. Uh, Urban Meyer sticking his foot in his mouth to a certain degree here, Fred. Well, did he stick his foot in his mouth or did he just tell the truth? Well, yes, but you can do both in this situation. You know how this industry works, Fred. No, I, I get Everything it. Everything is not for wide consumption, Fred. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, you're, you're absolutely right. It's not for wide consumption. Except everyone in America believes that to be true. He just confirmed it. You played. I asked you. Eric talked about it. Everybody believes that to be true. If it's close, if it's one guy or the other, and there's not a big distinguishable difference, the guy that's vaccinated wins. Yes. Done. And that's what he said. Yes. You know? We don't need you here because you might cause us damage. All right. 
And they're like, Urban, why'd you say that? Because now you opened us up to losses. Why the NFLPA got involved. Now they're going to sue him for, uh, he cut my player because he wasn't vaccinated, which goes against my human rights. Um, all of those things are going to come out. It, you know, it, it's going to be growing pains for him. You know, you think about him coming from leaving Utah, going to Florida, where he had rain because they won national titles. He was above the president at Florida. Same thing at Ohio State, above, above the athletic director, above the president. He ran the show, and he was dealing with kids that are in their you know, 17, 18, 19-year-old kids that he dictated their future, and everything went through him. But, well, it's a little bit different story when you're dealing with grown men, too, that also have a union, that also will fight for their benefits. So... It's going to be a little bit of a rude awakening for him to kind of get used to the professional game. I'm waiting for the first time that one of his players actually cusses him out. Mm. Well. Goes right back at him. Right? What are you going to do then? Are you going to treat him like college and sit him on the bench or, or not play him or, or get rid of him? Not if he's making $15 million, $20 million a year, you're not. Not if he's your starting left tackle. What are you going to do? Well. <laughs> Urban may have a bit of a conundrum then, Rodney. <laughs> Since we're talking uh, cuts in the NFL, uh, what, the biggest name that was released yesterday was Cam Newton from the New England Patriots. And a lot of rumors have been flying around speculation as for the exact same reason. that Cam was cut loose because it is believed that he's not vaccinated. He uh, missed a couple of practices, four practices, I believe, last week. Uh, because there was a miscommunication in COVID protocols. When he's been asked multiple times if he's been vaccinated, he said it's a personal matter. Uh, Bill Belichick said, no, you guys can stop talking about that, about whether or not he was vaccinated. He went on to say, quote, I would just point out that I don't know what the number is, but the number of players, coaches, and staff members that have been infected by COVID in this training camp is pretty is a pretty high number among people that have been vaccinated. So I wouldn't lose sight of that here. So he's basically saying there's a number of people who have been vaccinated and not been vaccinated that have been affected by COVID-19. So don't just zero in on that as to why we may have cut Cam Newton. Okay, and I'll ask you this. Um, don't they have to pay Cam Newton more than they're paying whoever is going to be the backup now? Probably, yeah. Okay. So I don't know, know how his contract was structured, but yeah, maybe. It depends. If he's cut before the season, yeah, which is why they cut him now instead of week one. If he's on the roster for opening day, then they got to pay him for the whole season. Unless something has changed. But if they cut him before the season, which is why football is so far behind baseball, basketball, and other sports, when it comes to guaranteeing of your of your contract. Yeah, if they cut him before the season starts, unless he has a special clause in his contract or something in his contract, then they don't necessarily have to pay him. And, um, yeah, from a salary standpoint, I don't know the difference in distinction, and I'm sure you do, Rodney. They, they explicitly cut him. They did not waive him. Right. So I don't know if he gets paid more or would have been paid more. If he get waived, obviously somebody could claim your full contract. But I don't know how that affects their salary cap from that standpoint. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what what his salary or what his contract situation said. But but certainly it was a benefit for New England to cut him. And let's let's be clear. Yes, that whole confusion of him leaving town and then getting COVID and having to go back into the protocol because he went into I believe he went into a non-vaccinated type of protocol quarantine yep. situation. Yes, he did. So, so that tells you right there that he wasn't vaccinated probably. And, yeah. and so it's going to be a problem all season long. It's going to be a problem for all these guys. I mean, we hear with you know Mike Zimmer, if he could trade Kirk Cousins right now, he would. Oh, yeah. 
you know, he's coming out of his. He doesn't say it, but you know, he said it without saying it. I can't believe any player on my team is not vaccinated, but everybody else has been blah, blah, blah. The whole building. I mean, he's he's been on record. How, same with Ron Rivera, you know, just coming off cancer and, and all the things he's coming off is it just was was outwardly spoken about being how how upset he was that his team was not fully vaccinated so yes don't think for a second that that didn't play into it if cam was head and shoulders above mac jones they would not have cut him you know off of this but the fact that everybody believed that hey it's time for mac jones and cam really didn't outplay him then it made it an easy decision for them yeah and look at it like this bill belichick urban meyer urban meyer told the truth bill belichick lied done one way you could look at it, Fred. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he told truth within the lie. How about that? Yeah, okay. He told truth. Like, the, the, you know, there have been people that have gotten COVID that were vaccinated, and there have people been this and that that got it that are not vaccinated. So it goes both ways to suggest that it was because he was not vaccinated has nothing to do with it. Yeah, Bill's so just, we cut his ass because he's not vaccinated. Exactly. <laughs> Bill's been in the NFL longer. He knows how to do the coach speak. When he does speak and doesn't mumble. Yes. Speaking of the NFL, so we talked about this a couple of days ago, the rumors that the Miami Dolphins were interested in trading for Deshaun Watson. Uh, There's a report that came out yesterday that Stephen Ross, the owner, quote, really wants Deshaun Watson, whatever that's supposed to mean. And then Brian Flores says, well, high character means something in this building, to which we questioned, well, how much can it mean if you want Deshaun on your team? Well, Brian Flores apparently told his team explicitly, Tua Tagovailoa is our quarterback. You know, he's going to be our guy. He's had a good training camp. He's made progress and a lot of improvement. We're pleased with where he is. I don't know how many times I have to say it. Maybe you should tell your owner because he apparently is very much enthralled with the quarterback that is not in your building right now. Yeah, and I don't know how many times I have to say it. Well, you haven't said it recently. That's another part. Well, is that? Yeah, you haven't really said it recently, so maybe you need to say it. And, uh... I think a telltale sign of this came when Brian Flores talked about basically the character they want in the in the locker room and on the team. When he said that, Deshaun Watson was done. There's no way. When the coach makes a statement like that, we look for high character guys, and Deshaun Watson's got big problems, huge problems, and it's going to be so, too. So, so, so. The owner says he really wants Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. And you're saying the, the head coach trumps the owner saying we yeah. want character in our building. Yeah, well, that was going to be my point. What does, yeah. it matter? does it matter what Brian Flores says? If Steven exactly. Jo- how, many, how many Super Bowls Brian Flores won down there in Miami? None. Okay. And how, so, what, how many pieces of the franchise does he own? Exactly. Zero. Yeah. Okay. So if the owner's saying I would really want Deshaun Watson, then – Deshaun Watson is going to be in Miami. Well, then Brian Flores never should have said what he said. No, he should. After he heard the owner say that, just sometimes less is more. Unless <laughs> Brian Flores says, look, I'm putting my line in the sand and I'm leaving if you bring this guy in there, which he very well could, because he'll get gobbled up in a second. Yep. And I um, guess, oh, go on, Ryan. But, but, but yeah, no, I, I just... It's hard. That's a that's a conversation you have behind closed doors with both of them talking out loud. It just makes it bad dynamic in Miami. Yeah. First of all, the owner shouldn't really come out and say that. Number one, yeah. Stephen Ross shouldn't say that. You know, keep that behind closed doors until it actually happens, and then you can say, "Yeah, I really wanted him." 
but to say it out there publicly and then go against your head coach because I'm sure they've had conversations and Brian Flores, but I don't want him in here. I, I don't. We got our guy. We don't need him. And the owner saying this is probably in direct conflict with what Brian Flores wanted. Well, and I will say he didn't say it explicitly. This was a report from an insider who says that Stephen Ross really wants him. So Stephen Ross didn't say this publicly on the record. But I do want to ask you, Rodney, as someone who's been a quarterback in the league and you've been in locker rooms, if you are on that team and you hear all the rumors, I'm sure you see all the stuff that's happening and that they want Deshaun Watson. Does that affect your confidence in Tua? And if you are Tua, does that affect your confidence as a player knowing that they're out there trying to replace you and they just drafted you last year? Yeah, it does. And you got to really fight it because it, it certainly does. Because all that chirping is basically telling you that they don't believe that you can get it done. And so what you have to do is totally focus on on uh, on doing your job to make it even harder for them to get rid of you. And it's not easy because the chatter is out there more so than ever when I played because there's social media that... Oh, they're looking at a quarterback. I mean, he's heard that the first two years. I mean, he, even his rookie year where he got sat down when they were winning. So there's always been that question with him. So he has to go prove it on the field to put all the naysayers to rest. All right, to the NBA now, a report yesterday that Ben Simmons, now before it was the Philadelphia 76ers wanted to shop him. Now it's turned into, well, I don't want to be here anyway. So you guys will trade me away, and I have no plans <laughs> of going to training camp. So how do you like that? So that was the report that came out yesterday. Now there's a report that the Sacramento Kings are extremely interested in trading for him. Now the price tag has been extremely high for his services, which is why the Sixers were unable to move him uh, during the draft and during the, the early stages of the offseason. Now according to the Sacramento Bee, the Sixers want either De'Aaron Fox or Tyrese Halliburton, two of their better young players for Ben Simmons. Sacramento doesn't want to part with either of them, but that's what the Sixers want. The Kings, as of now, are willing to trade away Buddy Heald. Who has been linked? Who was linked to the Lakers early this offseason, as well as Marvin Bagley, who was number two overall pick that is disappointed a little bit, as well as other assets. But they do not want to move off of De'Aaron Fox. So I guess if that's your situation there with the 76ers and the Kings, would you move off of De'Aaron Fox in a package for Ben Simmons if you're Sacramento, Fred? Would I move off De'Aaron Fox for Ben Simmons? Correct. Well, first, whoever goes to Sacramento is going right to hell. So, uh, you know. Wow, uh, Fred. Yes, yeah, you harsh. know. Well, they, they got to get Luke Walton out of there uh, because he's not going to win there. So, uh, so it's all Luke's fault? Yeah, I blame him. <laughs> okay. So I would rather have Ben Simmons than De'Aaron Fox. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. But I think the Ben Simmons situation is this. Well, screw you guys. I don't want to be here anyway. You like apples? You, like, you want apples? How do you like them apples? I mean... The 76ers, this is very much like the Houston Texans, Deshaun Watson. 76ers should have moved him. They knew they had to move him, and they chose not to. Well, they tried to. They tried to move him. They just didn't get what they wanted. Well, okay. He's got $147 million left on his deal. It's hard to move him. But they didn't get what they wanted. Sometimes you're going to have to eat it. And if you don't, you're going to get this. So now this is what you get. This guy now says, I'm not even showing up. What are you going to do to me? That's what they get. Get they, some of that $147 million back? Well, well, they'll just fine him every day he doesn't yeah, show up. Right. Exactly. They'll get some of it back, but they're still finding him, but paying him as well. Yeah. So they don't pay him as Trust much. Me, that fine is going to hurt when it comes out that paycheck. So every day he's not there. Okay, how much money do you make? Giving it back like that, it hurts. 
So, yeah, no, I. But but to your other point, I, I'm taking, I'm taking De'Aaron Fox all day long over Ben Simmons. We crazy friend. I would agree with you, Rodney. By the way, he's going to give you offense and defense. He's going to score for you. And steadily, the same thing with Ben Simmons can do. But he's going to maybe yeah. not post anybody up, but but he'll score. He can assist. I think in the right situation, Ben Simmons would be terrific. That's just yes. the wrong situation. In the right situation, yes. Right. Do you believe Sacramento will be the right situation for him? Right now, I think any situation is better than the one he's in. I think if you have a guy like Ben Simmons, you can start constructing he would work in around Golden him. State. Ben Simmons would work in Golden State. Sure he would. Oh, yeah. Be the only guy on the floor that can't shoot but can create. Yeah. Yeah. That's a situation that will work out well for they you. They got a lot of guys that can shoot there. The problem is you're paying them superstar money, and at that point, yeah. he would be the fourth best player on your team. Well, and who's that on? That's on the 76ers. Sure. Absolutely. Right. They, because they gave him the money. Right. You know, what do I always say? What? Once you got a guy, you got him. Right. What? How do you not shoot a little bit, though? I don't get it, Rodney. I, just, I don't understand a little bit. You know why? At some point in his career, it's all mental with him. At some point in his career, I know he was 6'10 at an early age, and he was bigger than everybody and did everything, handled the ball, and that gross person, whatever. But if you're a basketball player, career basketball, from day one basketball, you got to have been able to shoot a little bit at some point in your in your career. You know why he doesn't shoot, Rodney? High school, middle school, somewhere no. you shot. I think you're missing it. I'll tell you something. He's a very unique player. He's not selfish. Oh, is that what it His is? approach is, yeah. I'd rather have you do it than me. Yeah, it's, it's very... Different. Yeah. But still, if you that approach, you're still going to go and shoot free throws. That's free throws. Yeah, I'll say it'll be very... Un- it's so unselfish of him, you know, to allow other people to make to get the rebound when he misses his free throws. That's what it is, Fred. He wants other guys to pad yeah. his stats. So when he shoots 34% from the free throw line, he could should shoot better. But he just wants you to get the rebound because he's looking out for you. And you know what? Isn't that considerate? You don't see many players like that today. He's not about himself. He's about everybody else. And that's why they paid him $147 million. He's the ultimate team player. Makes total sense to me, Fred. That is like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I was speaking to Doc. Yeah. That's what's lighting up the headlines. Kevin's been great. All right, we're back to uh, put a bow on today's festivities after this. Hogan and Rodney. Rodney Peace. An athlete. Rodney Peace. A father. Rodney Peace. An L.A. icon. Rodney Peace. And this guy. Red Rogan. <laughs> AM 570 L.A. Sports. Well, your world champion Dodgers take on the Atlanta Braves tonight, 705. Catch the game right here on your home at Dodger Baseball, AM 570 L.A. Sports. Stream the game in HD for free on the iHeartRadio app. Brought to you by Chef Burrito. Well, cooking this holiday weekend, spice up your next meal with over 20 varieties of Chef Marito, featuring carne asada, fish, and meat seasoning. It's not a true Mexican dish without Chef Marito seasoning. Kevin, Ronnie, thank you. Great job as always. And Rodney, we're back at it tomorrow. Yes, sir. Making money off of cuss words, writing again Learn how to think ahead, so I fight with my pen Late night, down sunset, like in the sand What's the worst they can do to a player? Got me lost in hell, to live and die in L.A. On bail, my people say To live and die in L.A.